It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. Absolutely Joe Flacco not. has a Super Bowl MVP. Look at the stats, dog. Ha. Look yes, at the stats. Look, look, look at the stats. And Rando. Your argument said that Matt Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. And then people I were like, Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco elite. On Buffalo Rumblings. Welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. It is Super Bowl week. I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. We are part of the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Guys, how are we doing? Are we just depressed that the Bills aren't playing? Or uh, has life kind of moved on already? World's always going to move on. You know, I don't know, man. It's weird. No, this weekend was weird. I didn't watch any sports. I don't know if you guys did that. I'm on the Peaky Blinders. There's Pebble, so there's, was it some sort of golf stuff? Was, oh, the golf yeah, stuff yeah. with Josh and Aaron Rodgers winning. That was cool. I didn't catch any of that, actually. And that's something if I was just sitting around, um, I probably would have put on. But I, uh, I I was actually busy this weekend. It was a good weekend to be busy because the only Happy thing that was happening birthday was... birthday to you. Anyway, I'm now 35. Just kidding. Yo, we didn't talk about it on the show at all. The I'm now on my own health insurance. I had to sign up for that. So that that felt like the the mark of adulthood and stress. Like that's that's peak level. And I'm self-employed too. So I'm like, you know, I'm paying for it. That's not fun. But too old to be on my parents' health insurance still. So welcome. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> it's bleak. But yeah. So it was it was it was a weird weekend of sports too, because it was all the all-star games, right? We had the NHL all-star game. We had the Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl games. Like NASCAR had the Bush Clash, which is like a weird. So we had all these events that don't really count for anything. The Pebble Beach Pro-Am, which is cool because my birthday weekend used to revolve around the Super Bowl and those two things usually collided. So now separating them because we have the 17 game season, that, that's, that's pretty nice. So anyway, we got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Uh, so we'll be talking about that today and Friday as well. But I got a little bit of Super Bowl trivia for you guys. We figured we'd have some fun on this episode, do a little trivia. We'll do some quotes with Pat and uh, we'll get into our bets and stuff and, and picks for the game and do a little bit of um, discourse on that on the Friday episode. But I, I found this Super Bowl trivia. I kind of collected it from all corners of the internet and then most of it from one single article. But uh, I dug through some nuggets and I, I, I hope you guys like these ones because... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to stump you. I might, these might all be too easy for Pat because Pat's the, uh, Pat's the historian of our, of our group from like pre 1990. Like I couldn't tell you anything about the NFL pre 1990, except Joe Montana. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. (laughs) Joe Montana. The Steelers were good. Yes, exactly. Uh, the dolphins were good. Jerry Jones was racist. (laughs) Anyway, let's see if I can, uh, stump you guys with any of these. And uh, you listening too? If uh, if you get it faster than us, let us know and put us in our rightful, shameful place because we're youngins who were only born in the late '90s. Anyway, so we'll start with some more recent stuff. This matchup that we have between the Eagles and the Chiefs—they're both number one seeds, and that hasn't happened in a few years. Do you guys remember the last time that there was a matchup of one seeds in the Super Bowl? Not that long ago. Was it Bucks? Bucks Chiefs? Nope. Chiefs. I believe the Bucks were the two seed that year. That overtime game that Mahomes won was in Arrowhead, wasn't it? Where they got the call. Frank Clark went off sides and Tom Brady got another chance and came back and won. 
right? I think that's correct. Was head. So, so is, it, is, it Pat's, is it Pat's Rams or Pat's Falcons? Uh, in between those two, I think. Eagles, Pat's? No, Eagles yep. were not, though. Eagles were the one. They had one. Yeah, they were like 14 I, and one. Like Carson yeah, Wentz had Carson like an insane Wentz regular season. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's what makes you forget about it because you got Nick Foles at the helm getting them through the playoffs. But yes, that was the last time. Interesting. So Eagles back again as the one seed. All right. Okay. <laughs> Here's a uh, more recent piece of trivia. This might be easy, but I don't know if we're just going to forget about it. Can you name last year's number one seeds from both conferences? Tennessee. Titans and Packers. There you go. Okay. And yep. do you remember how both those teams lost last year? L. 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 Well, L to the, the Titans, Niners. The Titans lost to the Bengals because Ryan Tannehill literally gave the game away. And then <laughs> the Packers, they lost to the Niners in it's like a, a snowstorm. Something like that. The cold game. Yeah. Right. So both teams lost in the divisional round. <laughs> Just funny for one seeds and neither of them were in the playoffs this year which is like bizarre as well i'd have to really pull up a history book to tell you the last time that two number one seeds didn't make the playoffs the, f- the following year that's a good uh, question if anybody knows that comment all right this one might be kind of hard unless you know it um what team you has played <laughs> <laughs> i guess that makes sense captain obvious over here all right what team has played Sorry. in four super bowls but never held a lead and it's not the bills vikings there you go, Pat. Nice. That was quick. They're the only other franchise to lose yeah. as many as we have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Almost. It's the same number, but there are two teams that have one more. We'll get to that one in a second. All right. What teams have won the most Super Bowls? This should be easy. New England. Well, the, the Patriots, yeah. Six. Patriots, and then you have the Steelers with the six rings as well. Yep. Yep. Both with six. And Brady with seven. True. All right. So you've got one, two, three, four teams have won... I'm sorry. Four teams have not appeared in a single Super Bowl. Can you name them? Jaguars. Lions. Jaguars, Lions, Browns. Yep. Cardinals. Oh, no, no, not Cardinals. Jesus. Um, Texans. There you go. Nice. Nice job. You were thinking, you were thinking JJ Watt. You just uh you had the you had the wrong uh yeah. Wrong red uni. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is this is softball. What team has participated in the most Super Bowl games? Los. Steelers. Steelers, nope. Cowboys. Patriots. It's the Patriots. That is it. With with 8? 11. 11. 11. One, one with Bledsoe. Well, you have Drew one Bledsoe. in the 80s. You have one in the 80s where they lose to the 85 Bears. You have one with Bledsoe. Um, they lost the one to the Packers in Favre, right? That yeah. was with that was Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So they had one with Steve Grogan, I believe, and then one with uh, Drew Bledsoe. And then how many did Tom lose? Did Tom lose three? Just two. No, he lost three to two. the Giants twice and the Giants Eagles. twice and Eagles. Yeah. Right. Okay. Seven and three and 10 Super Bowls. All right. I did not know this one. Uh, what famous jeweler makes the Lombardi trophy? Tiffany's. Yeah. I didn't know that. I had never heard that before. Is that just me? Brandon, have you, have you heard that before? No, no. I remember every year when they drop the rings, they talk about those people getting designed rings. And I think Super Bowl rings are fascinating, but not the trophy. I had not heard about yeah. the trophy. Unless unless you're Josh Gordon and you go on an absolute bender and can't pay your bar tab and give it away as collateral. But <laughs> oh, good times. Um all right, next up. What two cities have hosted the most Super Bowls? Minneapolis. No. No. Tampa. Miami. Tampa and not Tampa. 
Pat, I think you said one. Miami. Miami. Yeah. Los Angeles. One. Nope. This one took me a second. You gotta you gotta think back a little bit because this super this city hasn't hosted a Super Bowl oh, in a New little Orleans. while. Yeah. Yeah. They they probably hosted a bunch in the super in the Superdome. And before that, I don't remember where it would have been. I saw a factoid that the coldest Super Bowl ever was in New Orleans. For that, I might have to look up the history on that. I feel like that New York Super Bowl is the coldest, though. You know that was cold. About? Yeah, yeah. The one that they played in the Meadowlands, right? Or was yeah. it MetLife? It was Met when Life, MetLife yeah. was new, was new, right? Super Bowl VI. That's VI is six. Super Bowl okay, six. Okay, Super Bowl six hosted in Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. The game uh, was 39 degrees Fahrenheit, making it the coldest Super Bowl ever. Cowboys, Dolphins, Cowboys beat the Dolphins. Roger Stahlbuck, MVP. First Cowboy Super Bowl. I'm telling you, having a Super Bowl in February at MetLife, like that's it's a miracle it wasn't colder than 39. That must have they they probably got lucky. I mean, I think it rained yeah. that entire game. Well, Who little factoid for you boys: that game was played at Tulane Stadium. Do you know what famous Buffalo Bills flounder of a player went to Tulane? JP Lossman, quarterback. JP Lossman, yes. Yep. Hey, yep. I got a college question right. Nice. <laughs> oh my God, we're evolving. I remember that. All right. Who won the Super Bowl the year of the infamous wardrobe malfunction? Raiders. And who, Pats. Did, who did they play? Who did they play? Pats Eagles. Tampa. Pat, Pats Eagles. I'm certain it's either Pats Eagles or Pats Panthers. It's the second one. Pats Panthers. Pat, that's Pats Panthers. Yeah. Yep. That's when that's when that really? was an awakening. It was an awakening for Pat. Because I <laughs> I went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom and my, my uncle Joe was screaming about he was like right out and um like i was like what i was like third grade third grade pat would have lost his mind had he seen that in real time but god didn't want me to see it apparently he wanted me to stay pure so i went to the bathroom at the exact moment when justin timberlake disrobed poor janet jackson (laughs) that's funny That's such a good story. That's that's the best perspective of that story I've ever heard. Janet Janet's a beautiful woman, and she was compromised <laughs> for the whole world. That's that's kind of messed up. When was the uh, the that would have been oh oh three oh three oh four season? I think so. That was that was when the pat that was the second Super Bowl that the Pats were in in three years because yeah, they so went yeah, they into the third right, one against the Eagles. Two thousand four would have been the date that the Super Bowl was in, but yeah. Because yeah. the next year they played the Eagles. Right. Because the 2002 Super Bowl, the first one that they were in was right after 9-11. So that would have been 2 but the 0-1 season, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay, cool. So cool. Jake DeLome. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, remember I, I used, that was back when I, I had to go to bed. You know, I was like, I don't know how old in 0-2, 6. So like you have to go to bed, you know, way before halftime. So I, I watched the highlight of the game winning field goal on the on the news the next morning. That's that's my memory of the end of that Super Bowl. So we should have the Monday after the Super Bowl off. If you pushed it one week, I read this. That this is the NFL's plan. If you push the Super Bowl one more week, you get one more regular season game. It'll line up on President's President's Day, Day weekend, right? Yeah, nice. So I mean, that'd be a, it's that'd an American be holiday enough. celebrating an American. Sport. Yeah, forget forget the presidents. <laughs> We're getting the day off for the brave men and women that saved our entertainment. Um, yeah. <laughs> I read that somewhere. I don't remember. Maybe if it was like a Reddit, like deep in a Reddit forum. Yes. It's not a bad idea. That was interesting. Yeah. 
NFL saving modern entertainment. <laughs> All right. There are five teams who have only ever won one Super Bowl. Can you name them? That have won one? Yep. The Rams won two. Nope. They won their second this year, right? Yep. Ravens? No, Ravens have won no, two. No, Ravens won two. Um, um, Eagles? Jets. Jets obviously yes. have won one Super Bowl. Yes. Miami. So Jets, Jets and no, Jets, Eagles. Miami's won two. They went, they went back to back. 72-73. So Jets and Eagles. We got those two. We got three left. There was a uh, legendary defense in the 2010s. Oh, well, Chicago. Nope. Chicago only oh, yes, ever won yes, one Super Bowl. Um, Seattle, Seattle won one Super Bowl. Yep, yep. And you got one more. Raiders have won a couple. It used to be the Chiefs only had one for a long time. I'm trying to think of those like early Super Bowl days. This happened Colts in, have in, more the, than in the tw- one. 21st century. But Brandon, you're onto something with the Colts, but that's not the right answer. Saints. There you Saints, go. Yeah, nice. that's a good, oh, Glad that's you good picked up on that. Because they played the Colts in that game. They won yep, true. Exactly. All right. Who holds the record for most passing yards in a Super Bowl? Tom Brady, 500 and Nick Foles. <laughs> no, Brady out through Nick Foles in that Did game. He? Is it Tom so Brady? Lost. It's like yep. 528 for three touchdowns. It was absurd. Both their lines were absurd. I think I think yeah. Nick Foles threw for over 400 that game yeah. too. 3,039 yards over 10 games. 505 yards against the Eagles in 2018. Nick Foles threw for 373, three touchdowns, one interception. Brady threw for 505. He dropped back 48 times. Uh, The final score of that game was 41 to 33. So uh, that was pretty high scoring. The overcast there. The Patriots had three receivers over 100 yards. That's crazy. Danny Danny Amendola, 152. Chris Hogan, 128. Rob Gronkowski, 116. Stupid. Anyway. Next question. This one might you might have to throw back a little bit. Who was the last left-handed quarterback to get a Super Bowl ring? Steve Young. Wow, okay, that was quick. My guy. <laughs> We're killing it, Brando. <laughs> this might be a pat one. What player holds the record for the most career rushing yards in Super Bowl games? Emmett Smith? Nope. Lawrence Maroney? Nope. It's not like Terrell Davis because he only played in two of them. Trying to think of someone. Is it a Patriots like, running back? Nope. Nah, there's no way it's Packers. It's, it's a it's a Packers guy, probably. It's like freaking I can't even think of the name of these dudes, but it's definitely is not it a Packers. Packers dude? Nope. Not Packers. It's not like Franco Harris or something. It is Franco Harris. Yeah. Nice. Immaculate reception, Frank. Yeah. All right. We got to this question earlier. What two teams are tied for the most Super Bowl losses? Bills and Vikings have four. These two teams have five losses each. Broncos. Yep. Broncos are good. Guess. Yeah. The other one, don't overthink it. New Patriots. England? Patriots. Yep. Been to a lot, okay. lost a lot. Yeah. And won a couple. All right. So as we know, this matchup we have coming up is the first meeting of two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Pat, you know this one. I know you know this one. Who is the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl? He was a, he was a question on Lord of the League. Now dead segment. Um, Doug Williams out of gram out of grambling. Uh, for same Washington? school that Leslie Frazier. Yep. I want to say he threw for like 250 yards in one quarter in that game too, which is like he insane. threw for 340 yards total, including four touchdowns in a single quarter. In a, in a single quarter, yeah. Was named That's Super insane. Bowl MVP. And he had John Riggins, the Diesel. It's also an animal on that squad. Art Monk. 
Captain some James Lofton probably was on the squad. Hell yeah. yeah you're Grambling State University. There it is. HBCUs. Deion Sanders leaving the tradition for big bucks. <laughs> Second to last question. What was the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history? It's that, um, it's the Seahawks. It's the, it's either Pats, Rams, no, or it's Seahawks, Pats, Broncos. Rams. Pats, Rams, 10 6, right? Or 12 6, 13 6. Is it Seahawks, Broncos? Uh, Brandon's got the right idea. It's the it's Rams. It's Pats, Rams. Pats, Rams, 13 to 3 was the final score of that one. That was a that dud, was a of, dud a game. of a game. That was the game that came after Patrick Mahomes, uh, and that we were just talking yeah. about this earlier. Yeah. Uh, that game in uh, in Arrowhead, they got stopped on the goal line for that offsides, and then there was there's something else. I think Gronk didn't break the plane or something like that, and they called him in, or I don't I don't remember, or maybe Travis no, there was a didn't penalty. break the plane. There was a penalty, and Brady threw a pick. I think Frank Clark went offsides. They got to redo it. They converted, and they went and tied the game in one. Dang. Right. Uh, NFL script writers were working overtime for that one. <laughs> you see the memes where it was like Marv Levy reading the Super Bowl script <laughs> year after year. <laughs> All that stuff was gold. You know, yeah. you've got, you know, Alex Smith reading the, <laughs> the script in whatever year it was. You know. Destroying his leg. Right. All right. I got one question left for you guys. Hopefully I can stump you with one question. What is the highest scoring game ever by one team in a Super Bowl game? Didn't the Cowboys drop like 56 on us? That wasn't the highest, though. Twas it? Because the Bills only had what? It's 20? either that or it's it's the Niners dropped an insane amount of points on the Chargers, too. The Buccaneers dropped an insane amount of points on the Raiders. But those it's are all that, in the it's 40s. It's that game we referenced earlier. It's the 41-33 game. Nope. No. I mean, that might be the not. That's probably the highest combined score in NFL history. This oh, is one just team points by is one this, team. Is it Broncos Falcons? Yeah. Pat, you've you've already named the answer. Oh, so it was it was Niners Chargers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Niners Chargers in '95. Do you remember how that's many a, points this they scored? Is Steve Young's team. Fifty-two. Plus higher. Fifty-four. Fifty-six. Fifty-five. Super Bowl 24 was the Niners over the Broncos, 55 nothing. This is right before... 55 to 10. 55, 55 to, 10. to 10. Yes, this is right before the Bills went on their run. So this is, this is still... Joe That's Montana, still Joe Montana. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking because Niners-Chargers is 49 points. They finished 14-2, and two, the Niners did. It's the Dang. most lopsided game in Super Bowl history. Most ever scored by one team, 55 points, and their 45-point margin of victory is the largest ever. Largest difference in total offensive yardage. San Fran had 461. Denver had 167. They scored eight touchdowns in a Super Bowl, two touchdowns in each quarter. Only mistake in the entire game was a missed extra point attempt. So it looks like they scored two touchdowns in every quarter. Looking at the box score. Joe Montana, 22 of 29, 297, five touchdowns, 15 rushing yards, 13 consecutive passes during the game. That's crazy. All right. Well, that was trivia. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we got some, uh, oh man, we're getting really deep into this episode already. We got some quotes with Pat to do. So uh, we'll be back right after this. Down in a little small town, ain't much that's very new. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. 
But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern to see what prop bet will be boosted. Do you like Jalen Hurts' passing yards? Do you like Mahomes' passing yards? Do you like his rushing prop? Will he be able to move on that ankle? You can bet on it now. A.J. Brown, who's going to be the guy? Miles Sanders, you get to decide. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code NABP for Not Another Buffalo Podcast. And new customers can bet just $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code NABP for Not Another Buffalo Podcast. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's time for Quotes with Pat. They're things that people said. All right, boys. Uh, Yeah. I got uh, four juicy quotes for you here. Ooh. All from this past weekend. I like you. Quote number one. Upon getting screamed at, this player said, it's not a penalty. He said I could take a knee. So I did not watch the Pro Bowl at all. But, well, I so asterisk to that. We're walking into the bowling alley and we're sitting at the bar getting a drink while we're waiting for a lane. This is the only part of the Pro Bowl that I saw was Kirk yeah. Cousins saying that in a screaming match with Peyton Manning. <laughs> I was like, is that not- Peyton, was, Peyton was legit mad. <laughs> is Peyton so like the coach? Yeah, yeah. Him yeah, and Eli were, were going up against each other. So I'm sure there's a little bit of sibling rivalry there. That's and, uh, awesome. That's cool. They're trying everything they can. And, you know, the Pro Bowl still is uh, a dud. A dud. But I actually, you know, we were talking about this last year. I want to I want to let me look up the viewership numbers while we're doing the next quote, because last Cause year you say I think it has the, more viewers than like NBA, NBA finals, finals games and stuff. Yep. But yep, I um, think that, that is the most Kirk Cousins thing I've ever heard. Taking a <laughs> knee in a seven on seven Pro Bowl game for the W. <laughs> You couldn't, oh, Kirk Thuggins God. could not be more of a thug than that. You could do a um, lot of different things to take a knee. So this one right here, 
I had to fix my mask. I promise. Say it one more time. I had to fix my mask. I promise. I have no idea. Someone was caught in a compromised um, position. Picking their nose. Worse. Eating the booger that they just picked out of their nose. More. Hand down his pants. Closer. Itching his butt. Something to do with butts. Is this a is this the picture that I saw of Stefan Diggs, Diggs behind Steph Steph Diggs. Diggs. <laughs> Steph Diggs Steph Diggs behind yeah. all the cheerleaders? What, what was he doing? What's the I, I, what's the context behind that? Was he was he, he celebrating? Said he was just he was he was fixing his mask. He was looking <laughs> down at his mask, kneeling, and the way that the camera looked, it looked like he was eyeing up those cheerleaders. But in reality, he was just trying to fix his mask. Interesting. His words, not mine. <laughs> all right, I have um. Our next quote will be a point of discourse. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I've never been that hot in Las Vegas. That's probably why I'm going somewhere else. Derek oh, Carr. this must be Derek Carr. Yes. So, what do you what do you boys think? Derek Carr to the Jets sounds accurate if they want to keep up their level of mediocrity. They were talking about this today on WGR. Whereas if they have Derek Carr, they probably beat the Bills twice this year. I didn't, I didn't disagree totally, but I was like, interesting. Because we kind of own Derek Once. Carr. We, we do own Derek Carr, I feel like, throughout his career now. Wait, after he came wasn't on really Derek hot. Carr the quarterback that killed our playoff chances the 9-7 and seven season with Maron? I mean, that's Michael Rivera. Back. Michael Rivera. I was at your house. I'll never forget it. That was Derek Carr's. That wasn't Derek mm-hmm. Carr's. That was his year. rookie yeah, was. season, right? They were yeah, they went that two was and Derek four, Carr. they went two and fourteen and one of their wins was against the Bills I believe it was that was f-ing heartbreaking Kyle Orton if Kyle Orton wins that game and we go to the playoffs that's like the most hype year of, we basically win the Super Bowl at that point if <laughs> Kyle Orton takes that team to the Super Bowl if Michael Rivera doesn't catch one on third and nineteen but you know beggars can't okay, be choosers I'm gonna look up this game I want to see this game so I got a couple more for you boys here I'm listening this one in a response to um this is named little jeremiah i believe the child reporter you know who i'm talking about so little jeremiah is the nfl's youngest reporter elementary schooler interviews nfl players he's got a surprisingly professional disposition and um one nfl player was caught off guard um he was like asking him some real in-depth questions and uh this nfl player was so caught off guard by a child reporter asking him a question. He couldn't even answer the question. He just said, whose son is this? He's your son? How is he like this? And um, then he proceeded to answer the question after feeling guilty. But, I just um, saw this. I didn't watch the video, but I, I didn't see who the player was. But I literally just scrolled past this on Twitter. And um, yeah, it was really. funny. He asked him about like the first NFL touchdown of his career. And like this guy was just like, what? Why? I'm just... My brain is exploding right now. How do you know this when you're in elementary school? But All right, let's see. He's been on the show before for best quotes. Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson. I forgot wow. to take my grill out so I can't eat the turkey on Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> Good guess, John. He was he asked him was, about did you know it? Did you see it? No, I didn't know that. I just knew that because of Pat's nice. hint. That's that's a legendary quote quote, the the grills and the turkey. Non-compatible. So Let's see. This is the last one right here. 
Um, little Jeremiah also did a second interview with an NFL player and, um, he asked him what he did for fun aside from playing in the pro bowl in Las Vegas. And this NFL player gathering himself said, uh, I went to a magic show. He was really good. He made a bunch of cards disappear and one ended up in my pocket. Uh, I don't remember his name though. He was wearing a mask. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like it's a very quick save because if if that man did not take a uh, he probably would have said something heinous to a little kid that he wouldn't have forgotten. But <laughs> Joe Mixon. No. No, too, too soon. Too soon. Um, somebody who said something stupid. This uh, guy's like Josh, a W he, Josh Jacobs? He, no, he looks like a WWE character. He looks like Shawn Michaels from WWE. Wyatt Teller. Well, to me, he looks like Shawn Michaels without a beard. No. This guy has a beard. This guy has a beard. This guy has a beard, but he looks like if, if Shawn Michaels had a beard, he would look exactly like this dude. I might have to Google Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Hang on a second. I've never seen Shawn Michaels. I'm, I'm guessing this is like an offensive lineman. If Shawn no. Michaels is a WWE wrestler. No. Okay. Oh, let's see. Offensive player, George Kittle. George Kittle. Yes. No, I guess George <laughs> Kittle. Did you? I'm yeah, sorry. Man. I said George Kittle. But okay. um, have either of you guys ever been to Las Vegas? John, I no. feel like you've been, I right? Not. I have not been to Vegas, actually. No. My roommate proposed to his wife in Vegas. Duh! All right. That's been that's been not another Buffalo Bills podcast. <laughs> Find us on Twitter. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's me. Cut it. Uh, oh, right dude. before we finish up, I just wanted to share the uh, 2020. Oh wait. Okay, yeah. So it is a 2022 Pro Bowl. Sorry, it's because it's for the 22 season. So this last Pro Bowl still averaged 6.7 million viewers. More than the NHL Stanley Cup final, which averaged 4.6 million viewers last year. Last year's NHL's Pro Bowl. Down. Last year's Pro Bowl actually drew more viewers than the NBA All Star Game. That was 6.3 million viewers, and only trailed the granddaddy of them all, the MLB All Star Game, with 7.5 million. So I mean, NFL is king, but I I did not know that the MLB All Star Game got that many views. Well, I feel like it's the oldest, but the problem with Major League Baseball, in my opinion, the reason that NFL will always be king is because you can watch it on free TV. For now, not, For not now. really. Not really. For now. <laughs> I mean, you can, most of it. I mean, we Do always in my for, house. Uh, I had to pay 15 bucks to get my antenna. No, that's free TV, though, to get CBS. I mean, I, mean, I usually watch most of the stuff. I mean, most of the Monday Night Football stuff comes through on ABC, on ESPN, and like, as long you as get, you have like the you NFL Monday Night Football on ABC, whenever the Bills play, I do only Bills games, though not actual, not every week. Nah. Right, it's been a while. I remember when Monday Night Football was on ABC. I remember watching the last Monday Night Football on ABC, and uh, yeah, that theme went away. That was the uh, are you the what is it? Are you Something. ready for some football? Yeah, yeah. What that? What's that guy's name? Something Junior. Oh, Hank Williams. Hank Williams Junior. Yeah, Cephas. <laughs> well you guys know where to find us on twitter at not buff podcast we'll be back on friday with some brando's bets we'll have some picks for the game talking we a should lot all of come props. in with some super bowl props everybody pick two props that they want to talk about oh at least two i'm gonna have more than that i promise 
there's like statistically looking at the at where stuff is like i don't i don't see a lot of edges in places to be honest with you so i'm i'm excited for like some of the goofy prop bets because last year brandon had a big hit taking the over on the national anthem bang bang baby so uh brandon you're gonna have to give us your stats on that because you did a lot of research on that yeah you know leading up to that so yeah you know, maybe maybe it's you Chris dive Stables into the in Gator- this year right gatorade color Maybe, you know, maybe we, we try to find some intel on who's making the Gatorade. You know, I'm sure that's, that's, you know, that's probably illegal. But anyway. I remember reading somewhere that like the guy's rationale is maybe it was Peyton Manning, but it was like he knew what Peyton Manning drunk, drank, drank, drunk. I don't know. Maybe he was like a Colts fan. He went to all the games. So it was like they knew that if the Colts were to win, what the Gatorade color was going to be. Right. I remember hearing something about that one time. But I don't remember how it turned out. They could have lost, oh, and, well. and Drew Brees and Sean Payton got the Gatorade dump instead. Before we leave, what is your favorite Gatorade color? Red and yellow. Red? Yellow, uh, yellow. I'm, I'm, yellow I'm is yellow. acceptable. Yellow red classic. dye is bad for what you. About, what about blue? I like blue. I, I, I like can't yellow. eat blue foods. Blue just tastes like blue sometimes, man. You know, like <laughs> blue res. I like blue as well, but I'm on the yellow kick right now. I went years without drinking the yellow because I used it as my first mixer for my colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say for drinking. No. <laughs> Much worse. I wish. That's hilarious. Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm one on of those psychos Gatorade. who has to water down his Gatorade to like half water, half Gatorade. So you There's just drink it. It's like, what about like drinking like G2 sweet. or G0? No, G0 doesn't exist. It's disgusting. Get the aspirin. G0 tastes like <laughs> but <it's gross. laughs> What about... Uh, Orange Gatorade, though? Yeah, I drink mm. most Gatorades, man. I don't like orange stuff. What? I don't know what it you is. Don't like Oranges are delicious. Orange Blue or orange are the two best flavors. <laughs> you should. I like, like or- orange Skittles. Li- eh. <laughs> like orange flavored stuff is, is usually not my favorite out of like, because I like lemon, I like lime. Lemon orange. Lime. Usually, what about like, a, what about like an orange creamsicle? Like a Perry's? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Orange yeah. creamsicle. Yes, yeah. I could I could go for that. Anything what about else, a mandarin like, orange kind of, fresh out the can? Yes, that's totally different. <laughs> artificial yeah, no, orange. It's the artificial orange that gets me. I think I think that's it. But anyway, All right. tell us your opinion Get on, on orange, orange and blue fit flavored things. We need to have the uh, the flavor color Super Bowl here. Stay on, away from uh, red dye. On Friday. Yeah, right. That's it's made out of I don't know beetles or something. That, it gives you headaches. That's all I know. Oh, it's bad for you. Yeah. That also might be the hundred grams of sugar or whatever, but. Could be well. It's definitely just the red dye. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll be back on Friday. And uh, until then, go Bills. Go Bills.